This is ACC Basketball, and we're already starting out with an opening night upset. Stetson beats Florida State. My, oh, my, Coach Hamilton. What we got going on there? A little more of the same as we're used to seeing from last season? Hopefully not. We also got good, bad, and ugly Tuesday for the Coastal teams. Kenton Gibbs of Locked on Wolfpack. You are Locked on ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. everybody welcome to today's edition of locked on acc i'm your host candace cooper joined by kenton gibbs of locked on wolfpack thanks for joining us each and every day you make us your first listen on our respective shows we always appreciate when our friends come and join us today's episode is brought to you by bet online bet online has you covered this season with more props odds and lines than ever before because bet online is where the game starts. We started out with college basketball, both men's and women's, and women's handled their business from around the ACC. They did their thing, right? But it was the men who had a few upsets or little scares last night that we're going to talk about before we get into good, bad, and ugly Tuesday for the football side of things. Kenton, how are we feeling? You know, I I am concerned because I thought that the play that the ACC displayed in the uh, tournament was going to be put forth in this season, which I mean, it's, you know, mid-majors are the, the gap is closing because players are staying in mid-majors longer and leaving uh leaving the the power five conferences quicker. But boy, I'll tell you what, there's some there's some reason to be concerned there. A thousand percent. Well, let's start with the biggest upset of the night. As I mentioned, Florida State was taken down by Stetson. I cannot believe it. 83 to 74. So it wasn't even like it was a close one layup, you know, did them in. Stetson had some shooters. They balled out. They couldn't miss a three if they tried. And it was just one of those situations where it was a little more of the same for Hamilton and the boys. Only had eight scholarship players available. So you already know that puts in the fatigue and what have you. But it was a nice little punch in the mouth of like, welcome to night one. Welcome to the season. I know you could turn it around because I believe in Coach Hamilton. But it's a lot going on there with the Seminoles out the gate. You know, I, I honestly and truly – a lot of people will look at this and again, they'll look at the scoreboard and see the situation. But like you said, only eight scholarship players available. The reality is no matter how much length you have, no matter how much talent you have, unless one of those guys is like, you know, uh, Michael Jordan or something, you're, you're going to run into problems uh, trying to play just eight guys through the course of an entire game. And it's, I mean, it's, it's natural. It's natural. It's early season. I'm, I don't want to put too much stock into this and say the sky is falling and Florida State won't be okay, but they need to get some guys back. They need to get some guys healthy. They need to they need to uh, have more bodies available because eight through one game is bad. Eight through, you know, an extended period of time, that's that's terrible. Yeah, a thousand percent. Other games that were a little bit of scare that ended up pulling away, North Carolina took on UNCW. And, you know, in the first half, it certainly was a battle and eventually Carolina was able to do their thing. But I guess some people were saying, guys, relax. You don't want to see North Carolina playing their best ball in November. But I will say all of the hype around one you know, box out was the reason why North Carolina could, didn't win a national championship. And then to see the performance last night where they couldn't get boards if they tried, it was a little bit of a head scratcher. Like if we're, if we're going to lean on that moment, let's make sure that we're just being greedy with every single board opportunity you know, in every single game. 
Of course. And again, when you come into the early season and you've got these quote unquote, um, uh, what, do, what do we call it? Uh, the tune up games to where you get ready for the real competition. These are people don't understand. We talk about this team being a mature team. A mature team in college basketball means you got a good amount of 20 year olds. Like that's it. You're not looking at you're looking at a young a group of young men that are generally going to be even the the senior leaders, the elder statesmen are two to three years away from their frontal lobe being fully formed. Yeah. Like they're going to come in and have some immature moments. They're going to come in and have some times where they're like, hey, we're better than them, we're bigger than them, we're stronger than them. We, we played together more than them. So we should just be good. We should just, you know, yeah. we, we're here. The, the, the name across the front of our jerseys means that we're going to win this game, which is very clearly not the case. Yeah, a thousand percent. And definitely work to be done around that horn. We also saw North Carolina Central give Virginia a little bit of run there and made them a little bit nervous. The number 18 team certainly is the same as always. Really good defense and banking on them being able to make shots and the other team not to. And I think, you know, just looking at it for me. When you see Duke take care of business, when you see some other teams around the ACC take care of business, I just made peace with North Carolina wasn't going to be number one for long. And Virginia is definitely going to be a little more of the same of last season. I don't think they're going to dominate or like get back to form as maybe we thought they could with all their returners. I mean, with with everything that we've seen from Coach Moten, what why are we not giving North Carolina Central a little credit? And I'm not talking about you in particular. I'm just saying, you know, a lot of what I've heard in the recaps and in the, you know, the, the morning radio and all that was, man, Virginia didn't look sharp. They didn't look sharp. Or, man, this is Virginia offense, more the same. Let's give Coach Moulton and those guys a little bit of credit because, again, it wasn't like in the past we have seen times where Virginia has missed a lot of wide open shots. They missed a lot of wide open. You know, they've, they've struggled to finish around the rim. If there's anybody there to contest and all that. But – the reality is North Carolina played a uh, North Carolina Central played some good basketball and they forced some of those misses. They forced Virginia to go into some of those tough areas. And you know, they didn't come away with the result they wanted. But I again I wouldn't say the sky is falling for Virginia just yet. I would hope that they get the offense figured out. However, we have seen many Virginia teams that uh, you know, have gone through a season without getting the offense figured out. A thousand percent. Another nod to Boston College. You picked up a really good win over Cornell. Normally, we've seen Boston College in the past struggle, but it was nice, a fresh change to kind of see them with the group. Like, we're running with the pack here. We're winning our opening season games, and we're not really struggling. And I think that really just speaks to what Coach Grant is doing with those guys. And, you know, despite having some of the some of his top players transfer, he still is in a really good position to make a nice run last season. He kind of reminds me of Coach Forbes, who struggled a little bit the first season, trying to find the right guys. But now that you're kind of in a sweet groove, you know, it could be a potential some upsets down the stretch here when we start conference play. We we will see. We will see. I, I think the jury's still out very much so out on this Boston College team. Really? I'm not, I'm not sold. I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm not really? sold. I think that there are some some not so bright days ahead in in uh, Chestnut Hill in terms of sports right now. Because I know of folks, the playmakers or because of the coaching? I you know I just don't think that they have the horses in the stable right now. I, I don't think that they've done enough in terms of recruiting and in terms of the transfer portal for me to look at them and say like this is a team to look out for. This is a team that I'm looking at is going to be serious. When you look at what Forbes did in the transfer portal, you knew he got some impact players now i don't think anybody saw alondas williams being as good as he was for stretches during the season but he got some guys that you looked at and you were like okay yeah. all right this might be a problem for the acc i didn't see 
Now, again, I just like with my Duke football take, I reserve the right to be wrong here. I reserve the right to say to come back. I was back gonna say months. I could take your money, but I'm gonna let you have it. I'm a, I'm not gonna bet you this one because I, I think Boston College is gonna be better than you're predicting. But I don't I don't want to hurt your feelings two times over in two different sports. Hey, listen, my my feelings don't get hurt by me being wrong. I'm not on the field. I'm not okay. on the court. I'm okay, all right. Good. Okay, I'm great. all right with guessing wrong. You know what I mean? I, okay. Well, listen. you know there is a bet that I kind of do want to bring to you if, if you're ready. If you're ready. If you're ready. What's the bet? Come I, on, talk to me. I think that North Carolina is going to beat North Carolina University of North Carolina Chapel Hill is going to beat NC State and potentially be ACC champions for women's basketball. Please do. How, now, wait, wait. Are, you, are you saying they beat them once or beat them twice? Because I, I think beat it's them once. We're not, gonna, they're not, we're not gonna beat them in the small gym. We're not gonna Court, beat them in the small gym. Oh, okay. Well, Courtney Bancart has been a thorn in uh in Westmore's side since she got to Chapel Hill. It's okay. always been a tough time for us to win in Chapel Hill since she got there, so that's possible. But you're saying beat them and be ACC champs? Are we talking regular season or conference? Conference uh, champions. We're, sorry, I, think, con- I think North Carolina's gonna win the conference. I think they're gonna win the conference. North Carolina's gonna win the conference. So they're going to win the conference tournament and the regular season? What are we saying here? What are we saying? They're going to win the conference. Do you not hear what I just said? They're going I, to win you, the conference, the whole AC championship game. Oh, wait. You're talking about a football. Oh, no, no. You're talking women's basketball here. Yes. Okay. So you got them winning the regular season conference and the conference tournament. How many different times do I just say they're going to win the conference championship? Okay. I'm, it's two different conference championships. So I'm t- what? Not the regular season. You didn't hear me say regular nothing. You heard me say conference championship game. Okay, uh, I will definitely take that back. Okay. I'll take that back because I okay. here's the thing. Here's the thing. There are certain teams that I'm like, hey, I I can trust you against the field. That North Carolina team. Oh, but now if it's not NC State, no bet. But that, that's not how it works. That, it see, is. you can't change the parameters like that. You know, again, I literally Notre Dame, Notre Dame women could mess around and win the whole thing. And that's Louisville's why I literally just said. Around. That's why I literally just said I I have faith in the field over North Carolina by a lot. Like okay. even if, and and you didn't even mention Louisville, who is sitting there with with some big time. I players. just said Louisville could do it. You just you, you're not listening. You're not you're listening to respond. You're not listening to comprehend. That's what we're I'm, I'm definitely listen. All I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this. I mean, if you want us to break even, just say that. You know what I mean? I, I'll take I, that. Bro. I have um, my money. I'm good. I, I'm trying twice. to help you out. Again, every day and twice on Sunday, I'm taking the field against North Carolina. Like, that's not okay. – But if we're specifically saying, oh, it has to be NC State, I'm not sure at this point. Give me give me about five to ten games into the season. Okay. I'll be able to, I'll be able to more accurately tell you Fair. what I think in terms of the women. But we'll do a ten-game assessment. How about that? We'll do it after a ten-game assessment. I'll tell you this: both of the Wolfpack teams looked great in their openers. Both of them. Oh, I mean, everybody looks great in their open. Do they? Does everybody look great in their opener? Hmm. Hmm. UNCW. Who did NC State play? Uh, the the women's team. Uh, the men's team played Austin P. Exactly. I can't remember exactly. who are um, exactly forgettable teams. Who forgettable teams. teams. That's what we're, what we're here to say. Thank you so much. All okay. right, we're moving on here to college football. This week's thrilling moment in college football is brought to you by Nissan. The thrilling designs behind the new lineup from Nissan are intended to empower drivers in vehicles as capable as driving as the driver themselves. When I think of unbelievable, unbelievable abilities on the field for this week, I would have to give the nod to Duke. 
basket, excuse me, Duke football, who was able to win their sixth game and finally go bowling first time in Mike Elko era because it is his first season. How got you got that? I really just am so glad to see Duke football turn things around. And more than that, I'm glad to be right about all the things when it comes to making some good bets. The segment has been inspired by the thrilling new designs featured across Nissan's new lineup of vehicles. Pursue what thrills you in all the front new Frontier Armada or Pathfinder today. Available now at NissanUSA.com. Rocking and rolling with Kenton Gibbs here of Locked on Wolfpack. Shout out to Slam Tanner who let me know that Jeff Walls may have something to say about that bet. Listen, I think Louisville is going to be fine, but I, I have a lot of faith in Coach Banghart. And I think that Deja Kelly is a lot better. And give, I think Kennedy Todd Williams is going to be good too. So there's my thoughts around that women's basketball. But as I mentioned, we got to talk about some football here, good, bad, and ugly. And we start things off with the good, of course, get to the bad, and maybe end with a little bit of ugly. So were there any good things for you that popped out beyond me talking about uh, Duke basketball? Why do I keep saying Duke basketball? Why do I care about Duke basketball? Shire is on my brain. Duke football. Again, I I have said this before, and I'll say it again. Uh, If I find anybody who loves me the way that you love Coach Elko, you know, (laughs) there is no question in my mind that me and that person, you know, it's going to, uh, hey, listen, wherever you are, you know what I mean? It's going to be all right. We're going to work some things out. But now, when I look at this conference and I talk about the good, I mean, you already alluded to it in your um, in your your ad read there. I, I'd have to say it's, it's definitely uh, Duke football. I, I'd have to say that it's the job that Elko has done. It's the job that Riley Leonard has done. It's the job that those backs have done. It's the job that the defense, uh, to some extent, in, in the games against bad offenses, let's just be honest here, they've looked good against bad offenses. This this game against Boston College was the first time that that defense showed any sign of struggle against a bad offense. Um, and, you know, when you play in the Coastal, you're going to run into a lot of those. So um, the the good is this, this Duke team getting six wins, getting the six games. You know, I know a lot of people were on me when I said this was a bad Duke defense, but uh, the reality is they've done enough don't matter what their defense is doing, don't matter what their offense is doing. The the let's quote Eric Bienemy here. The game is not a game of numbers. It's a game of alphabets. And the only <laughs> alphabets that matter is W or L. Right. Six times this year, Duke has walked away from the game with an alphabet that starts with a D. W. Yeah. And I think it's really just good for those players who have spent, especially, you know, returners spent the past couple of seasons struggling, right? Who've been just begging for wins. Just the energy is different and being excited about playing. Cause you know, as athletes, you want to get excited about what you're doing. You want to trust your coaching staff. You want to feel good about what you're doing and performing out there and being around those teammates. It makes for better memories that I hope those guys can carry with them well beyond, you know, when they leave Duke. Now, another good for me would be Pitt beating Syracuse, you know, beaming a top 20 team and just being able to pull out a good win despite having an up and down season you know Keaton Slove's doing just enough and you know at the end of the day I think it's for Pitt it's very it's I'm still head scratching like I know that they have what it takes but I don't want it to all be around you know Keaton Slovis' struggles, but it was nice to see that defense play big you know which we predicted they would but you know now everything's come home to roost. I mean you know, for them to not only get the win, but to get the win without a Banacanda was like, what? That was, right. again, if if uh, if that Drake May character had never been born, he'd be the ACC player of the year by a mile. Like, there's <laughs> no, no doubt in my mind. And and so um, to see them get that win, I mean, I'm I'm sitting here like, 
you know, I get it. Syracuse's starting quarterback was out. I understand they still have one of the best running backs in the nation. That's that's the reality there. So to come away with a win in in that game, you know, big time for Pitt, um, big time for their bowl hopes, big time for you know showing that. I mean, that last year wasn't a fluke, and they just aren't a, a terrible one year wonder. But you know, I'm, I'm just saying, kind of looking like it. You're looking funny and like, but that's another story for another time. It's neither here nor there. Uh, Listen, the reality is this: this uh, that pit team winning that game definitely a good for them. Yeah, I really appreciate Sean Tucker's tweet. You know, he is he is a top tier Twitter follower forever. However long people still stay on that app right now, I know it's a lot going on. But Sean Tucker is definitely a top five follow if you want to talk about someone who just gives it to you plain. I didn't have a great performance. I didn't do what I needed to do. Wasn't happy. Wasn't pleased. Boom. <laughs> Love to see it. All right. Going on to a little bit of the bad, you know, there's always a little bit of room. And I would say for North Carolina, despite the fact that they were able to squeak out a win against Virginia, which, you know, credit to them. Listen, you won in Charlottesville. It's been an Achilles heel for you, no pun intended, to win in Charlottesville. So for whatever reason, it's always a shaky game. They pull out the W, but this Virginia team is terrible. It shouldn't have been a 31-28 win. Like, you should have blown them away. With what you're telling me, you're good, and all the improvements from the defense, now you got me a little bit nervous going into Wake Forest. You know, somebody <laughs> said to me, Kenton, NC State is the most fraudulent team in the top 25. And I said, really? There are multiple teams in the top 25 that don't have a single victory over a ranked team, not a single one. Included in that is North Carolina. Included in that is Illinois. And yet, somehow, NC State gets the label of fraudulent despite having wins against quality I mean, I guess, if that's what we're talking, whatever. So you're saying North Carolina's a bunch of frauds? I'm saying that that North Carolina team could not, uh, they couldn't stop, uh, they couldn't stop offenses even if you gave them the Great Wall of China placed directly in front of the opponent's end zone. You understand? Like, that's just the reality that we're looking at here. And and with that being said, again, Drake May has been great. He's he has been, to be. He, he has no other choice. And, and that's the thing. You, you look at him and you say to yourself, man, he's only been on the campus for a year. And to see a redshirt freshman or you, because of the COVID year, I guess he's technically a true freshman. But to see a guy who's only been on campus for a year, this is his first time seeing live action. Uh, to see him playing this way is absolutely spectacular. Uh, but with that being said, it's he's too. He can't have a bad game. He cannot have a bad game. No, no, not at all. I'll take it even further. I don't think he can have a full bad half. I don't think that he can have a an entire bad half against a good offense, or else pack in the middle. It's gone. That that team is 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 going to be you know it's going to yeah. be. Um, Katie did's at the doorstep for whoever wants to bet against North Carolina that week. So um, this is this is a reality that, you know, we knew this defense is what it is. But to make this Virginia offense look good, I mean, yowlers. Their only win, their only conference win of the season coming into this game was against Georgia Tech after they fired their coach. And do you know how many points uh, Georgia Tech scored in – I'm sorry, Virginia Tech scored in that game? Twelve. Sixteen. <laughs> 16 against a very embattled Georgia Tech team. So uh yeah, it's again when you're talking about frauds in the top 25, well <clears throat> I'm just I'm not saying, but yeah. I'm saying 
The run defense is pretty terrible. Hollins looked like a superstar. He looked like a Vinaconda. Like it, it was just overall not what we wanted to see from North Carolina's defense after all the hype and talk, talk about of their improvement. So there's that. But we were the ugliest team of the week for the Coastal, and I can't wait to get to that. But first, guys, betonline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds, trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football, basketball, soccer, to esports. We've got it all here at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more because BetOnline is where the game starts. Rocking and rolling here. Kenton Gibbs locked on Wolfpack. We're bringing it home. Yes. I, I need to talk about my bad real quick. I need to okay. get this in here Please. just real quick because <laughs> I, I, I got so excited. I didn't want to skip to the ugly because we're going to get to the ugly too. We got to, I know we got the same ugly, but we need to talk about this bad for a second. <laughs> okay. For all the grace and for all like as quiet as it's flown under the radar of how Coach Pry's team has performed all year. Yeah. At this point, I'm a little concerned. I'm, I'm a little you? concerned. I'm a little, because this is different. This is we're talking about you're a first time head or you're a brand new head coach in the system and all that good stuff. And, you know, you're 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 having your struggles and your your quarterback ain't great. Nothing on your team is particularly great. Mm -hmm. Georgia Tech beat you with their backup quarterback and an interim head coach. It don't get much worse than that. If it was not for one team wetting the bed in their home stadium pissing down their leg to the point where you can smell urine from a mile away. <laughs> if it wasn't for that, boy, Virginia Tech, y'all would be on my line for the ugly. Yeah. But, but I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. At the end of the day, we're everybody's being quiet about this because it's year one. But, man, there needs to be some market improvement yeah. going some leaps and bounds for sure. Yeah, I mean, 100% agree. 28-27 loss against the Yellow Jackets. But I, I'm hoping, from what I'm hearing from in, inside the house, that he's trying to turn the culture around and give it a little bit of time. Because, I mean, I think it also speaks to just what Fuente did. Like, he he buried, he burned it to the ground. And he started – I don't say he started from zero, but it's a little bit tougher than we were expecting. That's mm – -hmm. <laughs> that's for sure. Oh, we love a fraud conversation. Let's bring this up. Love the combo about frauds. Not saying UNC is a fraud. They're legit top 25, but look at their schedule. NC State has earned their ranking 3-1 to one after Leary's in injury. Thank you, EM. You know, we love people that give Kenton a little bit of ego boost as if he doesn't need any more. Now let's get to the ugly. Let's uh, talk about it. Let's please. talk about it. Now this let's was this was U-G-A-L-E-E. -E. This was ugly, <laughs> baby. This ain't just ugly. This ain't regular ugly. This is it. A thousand percent. Now, listen, at the end of the day, when you are a team who has built a brand and you're good to go, you get to play on AB. All season, you've been playing on ESPN3. You've been playing on Sling TV. You've been playing on everything but the child got on the internet. Like, you've been playing everywhere. This is your one time to play on ABC prime time where everyone gets to see you and evaluate and be like, oh, well, maybe they just were have, having a tough go this season, Mario, blah, 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 blah. You play against your arch rival, arch nemesis, Florida State. Miami, come to the carpet, please, because I just don't know how much more I can give you. It, it's not even beyond embarrassing. It's just kind of like, what are we doing here? You know, like, what are, what are we doing, guys? What are we doing? And let me say this. I love the guys from the 26 Degrees podcast. Shout out to those guys. They're good people. They're good yeah. people. They're good Miami people. Okay. 
I hate to have to do this. And I'm 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 on board for embrace the rebuild. You know, got one of the better recruiting classes coming in, secured some of the best recruits in the the recent history of Miami going back 15 years or so. I'm I'm on board. I'm with you. I'm yep. with you. Have a little pride about yourself. Have this, a little pride. Say that again. This is a Division One team playing against another Division One team. This is a Power Five team playing against another Power Five team. This is two ACC teams. This is not a national champion, Florida State. Jameis ain't walking through that door. Benjamin, before he found out what Bowberry biscuits taste like, ain't walking through that door. You don't have Mario Edwards, Jalen Ramsey, LaMarcus Joyner. They are not Ernie Sims. They aren't walking through that door. And yet, not only did you get beat, you got the doors blown off you. Not only did you get beat, them boys whooped you like you had like you hid that progress report and you had all threes and Fs on there. For my kids who know what threes are, you, I, you feel me. I'm with you. I feel your pain, baby. I feel your pain. This is... Or I am at a loss for words to talk about how embarrassing this is. But the only silver lining here, the on, the literal only silver lining, is that a loss this bad can only be built upon. Because I don't think I, I don't think that it's possible to lose worse going forward to your rivals. Um, in, in Tallahassee. I don't think it's possible to lose worse. Because I this this just looked like a team that was out of sorts, out of wits, out of fight, out of get, did, out of care for the game. They just looked like they were like, hey, you know, y'all, hey, y'all, y'all are y'all are real football players. We just take pictures on Instagram with the armbands and you know that, that's who we are. That's what we do. We want to take some nice pictures. Y'all showed up to play a football game. We showed up for a photo shoot. I'm sorry. This ain't what I'm here for. Damn. So, <laughs> you know, that, again, I don't think it will ever be this bad again under Crystal Ball. I could be wrong, though. I could Maybe be he won't be there long enough to find out. But, you know, I think there's nowhere to go with up. The bar is in hell. But y'all definitely scared. We're embarrassing us. As a coastal representative, you, you embarrass us in front of the host for sure. Like, this was the one of those... The bar is below hell. The bar is in Dante's nice circle of hell. The one that got real cold, the bar is down there. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's the, I, this is the nastiest work I've seen in some time. I mean, good <laughs> grief. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. There are certain rivalries where, like, you kind of see this coming, right? Like, when yeah. Georgia Tech plays Georgia, if the if the spread is 42 or 43, what was it, 45 to, to 3? So, if 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 Georgia wins that game by 42 points, nobody's going to be like, oh, my God, Georgia beat Georgia Tech by six touchdowns. It's like, yeah, sure. we kind of saw it coming. This is a yeah. national championship, defending national champ, national championship contender against a, a bottom feeder in the worst part of, of the worst division of a conference. Yeah, sure, whatever. But then you're looking at, well, you know, we were predicted to win the Coastal and everybody had these high hopes for us and everybody thought all the things. And this is the performance you put out. I, have some, I think you hit it nail on the head, though. Just have some pride about you. Like, Carolina Duke basketball, in the day, we know we don't care what the score is. Everyone's going to give their absolute best. You're going to go out. You don't – it's not for not having horses at the stable. It's not for lack of talent. That's just a mental thing at that point. That's just a want to. That's just like – you can't coach that. You can't teach heart. 
Like at the end of the day, they just gonna have to figure it out. But a lot of people want to give, you know, Mario time and want to give the team time to really focus and regroup. So that's all we can really do at the end of the day. But have some pride about you. That's, you know, that's it, I don't want to, again, I don't want to be too critical of these year one coaches because it, it part of me feels not fair to go after two year one coaches. But <laughs> again, it's tough. It's one, tough. Year, one year one coach got beat by a month one coach and one year one coach got the wheels whooped off him in a rivalry game to a point where, again, you how often do we see 40-point games in conference by teams that are not sniffing the conference championship? I yeah. believe Florida State is, what, fourth in the, yeah. the Atlantic? Yeah. Like, well, how often do we see a team that's third or fourth on their side of the division, even, maybe even fifth, because I've noticed a bunch of teams that are lumped in at six and three, how how often do we see those teams get 40-point wins over their rivals? Miami is rotten to his core. Uh, Manny is trying to figure it out. I know they had some players whose whatever Manny said to them in the locker room, their mothers were then tweeting about it. I know they need some – that that coach has got to get cleaned up, and I know that Manny's doing his best. I'm not Manny. Um, Mario. Mario is doing his best to do it. Too many M's over there. Too many I M's. Got I got you. I got you. Mario is doing his best to clean it up. But, man, this was, this was as ugly – I promise you this, Miami fans, I promise you this. Unless y'all win a game by 50, you will not be mentioned. Uh, unless you lose a game by 50, you will not be mentioned by Ken Gibbs and then ugly again for the rest of the season. I promise you that. <laughs> the rest of the season ain't much left. We only got two more games before we get to conference championships and then bowl games and all the things, which is crazy because it feels like we just started, but good nonetheless. Kenton Gibbs, it's always a pleasure to have you here on the show. Can you please remind these folks of where they can find you follow your work? Absolutely. You can find me at LO underscore Wolfpack where on uh, Twitter. You can also find me wherever you're listening to or watching this at Locked On Wolfpack. We've got tons of good stuff rolling over there. We got some uh, crossover episodes with AJ Black coming this week. We got Boston College review as well as I just dropped an episode on some Wake Forest recap. Trust me, it's a great time. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at TGIF underscore Ken. Just be aware you're getting Ken the man. Not the uh, not the person that covers the wolf pack necessarily there. So there'll be some other things. But anywho, that's where you can find me. Guys, make sure you come back tomorrow. AJ Black locked on Boston College is in the building. We're going to give weekly reads and rankings. So if you want to say something, drop it here on this YouTube channel. And maybe we'll go over it on the show. For Candace Cooper and Kenton Gibbs, until next time.